Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Happy New Moon Blessings. Um, welcome to Cosmic Grove Radio. This is your host, Brittany, and we have reached another beautiful night here on Earth. Um, I like to call this the Cosmic New Year simply because uh, this is the beginning of the journey um, for the astrological cycle, which begins with Aries. And, um, you know, that started on the spring equinox, but so perfectly we now have the moon beginning its cycle in Aries as well. So um, happy New Year's to the people that go by the New Year uh, with Aries. So it's an awesome blessing to be here tonight. 
Before we begin, we always give thanks to the infinite for allowing us to be here. So I'll start by uh, giving thanks and opening the way. Um, I give thanks collectively to the infinite supreme that blesses us blesses us each and every moment with um, bright ideas, guidance, and another moment to live again and forgive. So on this night of the new moon, I ask for protection and spiritual guidance from the angels and our ancestors. And um, I ask to bring those here that need to be here. Ashe. Okay, fam, so we have a really super-duper awesome night planned. We have a one-hour show. Um, some of you were tuning into the show that we were having every Wednesday morning, bright and early, at um, uh, 7 a.m. It was 7 a.m. Central Time, so it was 8 a.m. You know, Eastern Time. But uh, we were doing that since the first of the new year. And I'm a moon child, and so Spirit told me, like, you know, hey, True, go ahead and transition to doing the calls on new moon and full moon nights. And I said, hey, that's perfect. So we are now going to meet here the Sunday before the new or full moon. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there. Um, to keep up, you can always visit uh, my website, thecosmicgrove.com. Um, and also you can email me at thecosmicgrove at gmail.com. Now what I'm super excited about tonight, uh, we're going to do quite a few, new, a couple new moon med- meditations, but we have one of my favorite people on the whole planet Earth, uh, Kachawi uh, Nzizi Daktari. She is such a beautiful soul. Um, I call her my elder mama, but she is young and vibrant, but... She is such a very beautiful person, and she's actually an astrologist, a black woman astrologist, and she is a root doctor, and I'm talking about she has some immense power, great intuition, and just awesome wisdom. She has grown me so much individually on my path, as well as many, many people. Um, She is just an awesome astrologer. She's a go-to person, very affordable, and she's very professional with what she does and what I really love about her. And she gives it to you in a very truthful manner, and she gives you tools or different ways to go about it, you know, when she helps you with your consultations, or especially the root work. Now, she is just a bomb root doctor. I'm talking about I just had three big accomplishments that I uh, achieved, and it was thanks to her. You know, I'm a magic mama each and every day, but she's just really helped me to take it to the next level. So without saying anything more, she's going to come on and speak with us after our meditation, and you'll be able to ask her questions and and all that good, juicy stuff. So um, now what I want to start by saying is please have two things with you. I'm really hoping that some of you have taken time to write down some new moon intentions. If you got the chance to read the blog, um, on the blog, I was talking about, you know, what are you going to do on this new moon day? And so um, one of the things I said to make a wish garden, which was just to say a particular wish over a seed and plant in and nurture that, that seed and that wish into it uh, came to pass. Another thing was to write new moon abundance checks, and uh, I do that every single new moon. 
another thing was to make new moon water. So when we get off the call or while we're on the call, take a jar of pure water, pray over it, and sit it outside under the new moon, and you'll drink on it once a day until the next new moon. Um, but uh, so with the new moon checks, you were supposed to write your, your wishes on there. Now, I never let a new moon go by without writing down my intentions or doing a check because if you don't plant the seeds at the beginning of the cycle, it's like you don't have any guidance for the rest of the month. It's just like starting a new year. You don't have to have a new year resolution, but without a clear mind of which way you want to go for that year. So this is the day to set intentions. So with the two papers that you have in front of you, you will need to have one blank piece of paper and you'll need to have one piece of paper with some type of intention. It could be a few things, start a new job, make more money, anything. Okay? Um, I believe, yep, that, those are the two things that I wanted you to have. So we're going to go ahead and begin um, the meditation process. Actually, before we do that, I want to say one more thing because I don't want to interrupt the flow. There was one more thing that I did not put on the blog that I want you all to know because New moons is all about, well, two things. It's, it's dark. It's actually the dark moon when there's nothing there. It's like a void. Uh, and it's like a magnet to us where if we want to release negative things that we no longer want into our lives, we utilize that dark moon as a magnet to pull those things away from us. Um, but we can also use it to, like I said, for intentions where we spend those things for darkness and the darkness represents a womb in that matter where things are conceived. And then as the moon begins to wax in the sky, so does the energy to draw the things that we sowed into the womb of the cosmic heavens, you know, those things begin to come to us. So what I wanted to say is um, I posted on Facebook, if any one of you all are friends with me, how to take a detox bath. It's so simple. If you have these things at home, please do this when we get off of the call. Now, what you're going to do is make sure you got 40 minutes available. The first 20 minutes that you're going to be in the tub, this is, uh, you're going to be able to remove the toxins. Uh, the second 20 minutes are just for absorbing the minerals in the water. Now, what you're going to do is fill your tub with comfortably hot water. Get it as hot as you can without being in it too much. Um, get some Epsom salt a.k.a. magnesium sulfate. Now, I don't have any Epsom salt, but I have pink Himalayan sea salt and sea salt, so, so that's what I'm going to do. So you're going to go ahead and put, uh, you know, if you, you're an adult, so you want to put about two cups of Epsom salt or as much sea salt as you can. Um, now, if you have baking soda, you want to put one or two cups of baking soda in the bathtub. Now, uh, we know that Epsom salt um, really helps to replenish the body's you know, levels in the flush out the toxins. The uh, baking soda is known for clean, the cleansing ability and also antifungal properties. Then, here's the kicker, add ground ginger or fresh ginger to your bathtub. So I got fresh ginger. I'm going to actually boil some on the stove, let it cool off, pour that in my water. Um, and now the ginger is going to cause you to sweat just like the sage did for our Native American people and the sweat lodges. So uh, it's going to, you know, sweat, open your pores, release the toxins. Now, if you want, before you get in the bathtub, add some essential oils. You can do lavender, lang lang. Now, if you want to help with the detox process, do tea tree or eucalyptus. Um, if you want, add fresh herbs. I'm going to add mint, or you can do lavender. Swish it all up in the bathtub. Go ahead and, and soak. Soak in there. 
Now, after the 40 minutes, make sure you drink plenty of water. Wrap yourself in a towel immediately and wrap yourself in a big blanket, and this will continue the detox process, okay? All right, so that's what I wanted to share. So now let's get on with the meditation. So I'm going to go ahead and get into my zone. So I want you all to get into your zones too. So wherever you are, sit in a nice, comfortable position. Sit with your back nice and upright. If you're sitting in a chair, go ahead and place your feet nice and flat on the floor. Lift the toes, set the toes down, sit the heels into the floor. Okay? And close your eyes. All right? So in this moment, I want you to be aware of your feet. Be aware of how they feel. Um, imagine that your feet are planted into the earth. Okay? So just begin to take some nice, cleansing deep breaths, okay? Now your hands can be flat onto your legs. Now you don't have to start deep breathing. Be aware of where your breath is. Now I'm excited, so my breath is a little bit shaky, you know. I'm, so be aware of where your breath is. You know, do your inhales feel short? Um, does the exhale feel longer than the inhale? You know, how does your belly expand when you breathe in and breathe out? Just take a note of that. Now we do want to begin the deep breathing. And when you deep breathe, you're breathing in and out through the nostrils to properly cleanse the air, warm the air, keep the circulation going between the entire body, okay? When you inhale, expand the belly like it's a balloon filling up. Carry the breath to your chest. When you exhale, go ahead and release that breath and allow the belly to slightly pull back and uh, release your breath. Now go ahead and do a few deep breaths. And when you breathe in, pull your breath through the soles of your feet. Carry it three parts to your womb, to your belly for our guys, for our gentlemen, um, to the heart. If you can keep it, go ahead, take it to the pineal right between the uh, Take it to the sixth chakra. Take it to the crown if you can. And then exhale, release from the crown or from the brow chakra and go all the way back down to the base of the feet. So continue this for a few times. Just go ahead and get centered. Okay. Now, um, you'll be aware. We want to let go of the thoughts of the things we were doing before and just Say inhale and exhale for a few times so you can clear your mind and actually tune into this next thing that we're going to do. Okay. So the first meditation is really for us to tap into our dream life. But first we have to release the negative thoughts or blockages to stop us from that. So it's a releasing meditation. So um, go ahead and grab that blank piece of paper. I'm sorry, I said get paper, but I didn't say get pen or pencil. So I hope you have a pen or a pencil. Grab that blank piece of paper. You, you got your breath going. You're in your moment. You know, the, the energy's flowing, all right? And you're going to take that piece of paper and your pencil. Not quite sure what you're going to do with it yet. What I want you to do is at the top of that paper write, my perfect life. 
simple as that. We could put, I will put Brittany's perfect life, you know, whatever your name is, but my perfect life. Now, what you're going to do is write down how your life would be if it was perfect. I'm talking about fill that paper up if you have to. And even if I move on and stuff keeps coming, put more stuff on there. Keep it going. You know, now things that you'll put on there like, where would you be living? Who would you be with? If your life was perfect, who would be your woman or your man? Um, what sort of what kind of work would you be doing? How would you feel every day, every moment, if you had a perfect life? Um, how would you look? How much money would you have? Literally put down everything that you would like. Now, the key to this is being honest. This is the only way this is going to work. You know those thoughts are going to start creeping in. Well, how are you going to live in Beverly Hills if we No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Kick that person out of the way. This is, if you say you were a kid and you were writing your fairy tale life, write that fairy tale life right now, okay? Now, even though we may not have time, like I said, to get through the whole list, I'm going to keep going so that we can get the gist of this. So you can keep writing as we're talking. Um, now that, you know, we're writing and we're kind of tapping into what we really, really want, um, just kind of think about things. Some One of the main things we're going to say is, I would have this amount of money. You know, do you really want to be a, mil- a multimillionaire? If so, put it on there, you know. Um, but really think about it, though, you know, and just take as long as you like. Sometimes you'll cross some things out, but, you know. After you finish writing how your perfect life would be, on the next piece of paper, on the other side of the paper, you're going to write, my life isn't like this because what? <laughs> That's the fun part for me. Why don't you have these things? And, oh, my gosh, when I started to write this, I was like, well, I don't have this because because what? And once you begin to look at those things, you're like, doggone it. You know, some of the things, some of the reasons why, you know, I felt like I'm an excellent writer, but for so I've been writing since I was a kid. But, honestly, I have been wanting to publish books for so long, but I felt like I could not be a published author that traveled around the world with my books because I wasn't a millionaire. I only thought people that did that were millionaires. So that was a childhood negative seed that was planted in my mind that only people that are born into wealthy families get to enjoy these things in life. That is false, and we're going to mash that down right now. So go ahead. If, if, if you just have five or ten things on your list, go ahead and flip that paper over and start writing, my life isn't like this because of what? Because I got a boyfriend that doesn't do this or my job doesn't pay me enough, go ahead and write that down. Now, once you've written those things down, those are our obstacles, those are our blockages that, blockages that we're going to allow that dark moon to magnetize and take away from our lives. No, it is not going to happen overnight, but the point is that we're planting these seeds today with this new year and this fertile ground with spring coming that's really going to allow us to transform these negative energies, okay? So whatever you have on this paper, on that side that says my life isn't like this because, close your eyes, 
And again, find that deep space within you where you were able to connect with your breath through your feet, through your roots, and where you were able to connect to your crown. Find that space. Merge it between your heart, okay? We're going to merge the mind with our heart. Go ahead and take three slow, deep breaths between the feet and the crown. You can have that paper in your lap. Now, while you're breathing, slowly begin to imagine that there is nothing around you. As you breathe, with each exhale, slowly allow the images of what is around you. Your eyes are closed. Slowly allow the images of what is around you to disappear. And imagine that there is a white light surrounding you. On your next inhale, feel that there is a pure light pouring from, your, from the base of your spine, pouring to the crown of your head and pouring over. There is a white light encircling you. This is your protection. But you're sitting in the darkness of space. Around you, there's just, there's just darkness. You're slowly ascending, ascending into the womb of the mother, into the womb of the mother, the darkness of the moon. Now, all of those things that we said that you could not have or that, that's on that paper that's going to stop you, I cannot have a lot of money because I only graduated from high school. I don't have an education. Inhale, bring that up through your heart because that's how you really feel. On your next exhale, push it out through your heart and allow, it, allow the, the darkness of the moon to attract it and take it away. Keep breathing, and I know this is a lot. Keep breathing in your, your crystal space with the white light around you, but this darkness around you. You're in the, the womb of the, of the moon. Allow the mother moon just to take away that negative energy that's blocking you from your dreams. Bring up the next one. I don't have the love of my life because I'm not beautiful enough. Allow it to come through your heart. Inhale it. Then exhale it. Push it out. Allow the moon to magnetize that and to let it go. Okay? Do that with the next couple of ones. Inhale it. Let it go. Inhale it up through the heart. Exhale it. Let it go. You're going to repeat this every day until the full moon if you are dedicated to doing this, okay? Now that you've done that, and you've released those things, and you've allowed those things to go away, take a few more deep breaths in. And now I want you to flip that paper over. We have to start first with cleaning the weeds out, so you've got to let go of those blockages, and then we're going to go ahead and say our intentions. Now, after you said the things that are on your list, brought them up to your heart and let them go, we're going to go ahead and look at our intention. We're going to look at our intentions that we either we wrote or the attentions on the other piece of paper of what we want to plant seeds for, for this new moon, okay? Now, I just want to go through this. Um, we're going to go through uh, first, starting with sacred intention. Sacred intention is just a spoken or written, written word that describes the goals or the visions that you want, okay? So with your sacred intention, um, I just want you to go ahead and bring it to mind. And I'm going to go ahead and start the meditation to um, 
send those sacred intentions into the womb of the mother to conceive it and for it to begin to wax for all of us, okay? Uh, looking at your piece of paper, just go ahead and start to recite those things to yourself. Recite those wishes and dreams that you want while you're in the womb, while you're in the womb space. I call upon the infinite and the ascended masters, our ancestors, the ones that carry the keys of our lives into the heavens. Right now, I pray that each and every one of us that is on this call, that's listening online, that's going to play this meditation back, I pray that each one of us are open and living vessels for the infinite light and love to flow through us, for us to create and manifest everything that we desire. I ask that our ego and our personality step aside and our true purpose for what we want and desire come forth. I give thanks that we're open to receive the guidance of the angels and the masters who've come forth to assist us. Right now, I want everyone to draw in that power, that light that's around you, begin to breathe it in. Begin to see that light filtering through your body as you inhale and exhale. And if you can, envision that white light just growing and growing and growing around you. This is kind of like the sperm that impregnates the womb, but we want our life force to impregnate the intentions that we have to give birth to those things. Okay, so draw your power in. Believe in it and have faith that all the things that we're attracting will come to pass. Right now we give thanks for the great moon mother and the great cosmic heavens for accepting our wishes and our intentions to be better, to be courageous and walk on our path to the things we would like to attract. We send you our wishes and our desires And we ask that you open the doors and whisper the guidance to us so that we can do the footwork and utilize our hands and our gifts to bring these things to us. Right now, in this moment, we give thanks. We ask you to give us dreams of the wisdom and the steps to take to accomplish our goals. Ashe and amen. So I want you all to continue this, like I said, as much as you can. That paper that has the things that you cannot do because, I want you to release each and every one of those things on there, okay? They are not you. They are just challenges. You are everything that you want and everything that you wish to be. I wish everyone such an abundant new moon. And I really look forward to speaking to you all in two weeks on the the full moon uh, to see how the things have manifested in our lives. Before we bring on our guest speaker, there is one more thing that I want to share with you all so that you understand the power of the moon. We are in day one of the moon cycle. The moon has a 28-and-a-half-day cycle. Now, if you want to write this down, this will be very beneficial. Day one through day three and a half, the, this is new moon energy. For those of you that may not have heard before, um, the new moon and the full moons have seven days' worth of energy. You have three days before the actual day, and then you have the actual new or full moon day, and then you have three days after. 
it's a peaking period and a falling period, but the energy is still there. So day one through day three and a half, the new moon energy is for creating a vision. So, so from today until, I would say, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, about Tuesday night. Um, day three and a half through day six is the crescent moon where you'll begin to see that silvery uh, small crescent moon in the sky. That energy is for organizing the resources needed to accomplish the vision. So now we've made to set the seeds down. Then you'll start doing research. How can I get this job? What places do I need to go look? How can I invest my money? Um, how can I become a better mother? You know, how can I organize my schedule? You'll start to do those things. Day six through nine and a half is the first quarter moon. That's when it begins to look like a half moon. Um, this is for this time is for using <clears throat> the resources gathered to take action toward fulfilling the vision. So now that you know what you need to do, that's when you merge the mind and the heart with your hands and your feet to do the action. Day 10 through day 13 and a half is the Giddus Moon. That energy helps us to fine-tune our goals, gather opinions from others, and make revisions to the plan. If something is not working, if you have not been successful yet, this is when you start to be aware of those things. Now, this, usually by this time, if I have five things on my new moon list, I'm telling you, by this time, I would have accomplished at least three of those things. And the fourth thing will come on the eve of the, of the full moon or on the full moon day. And I'll have one little thing lagging around. And usually that means that I just need to reinforce that power. And usually if you have five goals, accomplishing four is really good. And sometimes it's hard to spread your power over five things at once. Uh, but I'm telling you, by the full moon, you will definitely see results. But for those little couple of things that are not around, for day 13 and a half through day 17 and a half, the light of the full moon brings manifestation, pure manifestation, or progress towards our goal, which is like what I just said. You know, you'll either see that it's there or you'll see that the progress is being made for the things that are not there. You will be able to see where you are in the realization of that plan. Now, day 17 and a half through day 21 is, the, this, uh, is when the moon begins to wane, okay? Um, it's called the disimitating Moon, I probably am not saying that right, but it's a big word. <laughs> but this moon phase helps us to distribute and share what we have learned. So um, it's just you really taking the power of what has happened to you and sharing it. Like, girl, oh, my God. Or, hey, bro, you know, I did this new moon meditation, and you have no idea I was able to accomplish what I needed. It was there. You know, you sharing that power, um, sharing the gift that you got. Now, day 21 through day 24 and a half is the third quarter of the moon where you're in the completion and review stage, uh, you know, or following up and refining the resources we gather. Now, if you have one thing that still hasn't been accomplished by then, um, that's when you're going to get ready to start rolling that one over to the next moon stage. Uh, day 24 and a half to day 28, that's the balsamic moon where it's getting, where the moon is already pretty much dark and you're getting ready to step into the new phase all over. This is a time to be alone, okay? This is a time to meditate and retreat and release the attachment to the outcome. That's when you're not controlling it, well, I wanted to go this way and that way. It's a time to rest and be introspective, to go within, see what you need to do to change it up to get whatever you need to get, okay? So I will do my best to post that on my website, thecosmicworld.com. If you go to the blog page, I will say at least 15 minutes after the show, I'll have that posted, okay? Um, 
So, again, I wish everybody the best. Now, what we're going to do is bring on our super-duper awesome caller um, that's going to speak with us again. So uh, if you all have any questions, it's a good time to go ahead and get get your questions ready and everything for her, okay? So I'm coming for you. <laughs> Hello, good evening. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, everybody. Please give a warm welcome. I wish everyone could clap. <laughs> but please give a warm welcome to um, my elder mom, my friend, the astrologist and root doctor, very accomplished root doctor, um, Kachawi NZZ Doctari. How are you? Finding you, and thank you for having me. Um, I'm really doing awesome. I'm excited to have you because you're so special to me, and I want you to share your light with everyone, okay? I'm really happy to, that you're here. So, yay. <laughs> you are absolutely awesome. That was yes. such a good meditation. Mm-hmm. It was just awesome, just as you are. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's worked for me. I always share things that's worked for me, and um, mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to share it with everyone else, and that's exactly why you're here today. Um, Cosmic Rose family, this is my first guest caller, and it has to be her because she's just that awesome. I will only bring you the best, um, so I have to share her with you all. <laughs> so, um well, I have a few questions for you. I don't want to be all rigid like we on a talk show because this is real life. Right. I have a few questions I understand. For you. <laughs> and also, I want to take a couple callers. I know we're going to offer free readings, but also if you have a question for her based off of what I said or what she said, you all feel free to raise your hands and press 1 and ask her questions. And also, before we get started, can you just – give us a little background on you and kind of tell people how to get a hold of you just in case they have to leave the show or they don't get a chance to, to get in. Okay. Um, I am a professional astrologer and a root worker. I kind of cater to a more sophisticated astrological client, though. I'm not trying to convince anybody that astrology works. I'm not trying to put on a show. Uh, It's a little bit deeper than that. So it's it's deeper than sun signs. And um, they may reach me at beyondthesunastrology at gmail.com, and then we can do follow-up from there. I'd like to say that any information that is shared with me is strictly confidential. Uh, I started studying astrology in 1997 when my progressed descendant moved into Aquarius, although I didn't know that at the time. I am self-taught, and uh, let's see. I went to work one day, and I found the sun sign book on my desk, and it was my zodiac sign. I picked it up, as I do most books, and read the preface, and it started me on this journey of what I needed 
to create a chart. And I spent quite a bit of time trying to find an ephemeris and a house of tables and a bunch of other things that people nowadays just utilize the astrological program to pull up a chart mm-hmm. so everybody's an astrologer now. <laughs> but you know um, how to do it by hand. Right. That, that, okay. I, did, I started doing this before. I'm sure there were some astrological programs out there. I just wasn't aware of them. So I taught myself from there, and I wouldn't change the way that I learned it because um, it has given me a very good foundation. All of the things that I've learned starting with, you know, the sun signs and all of that, you know, new stuff. There is a place for it. But that's not the type of astrology that I practice at this point. I'm more into predictive astrology, horary, and that predictive astrology is where you uh, take a peek into the future and you give, like, information concerning the possibilities. I cannot tell you that you're going to walk out the door and find a bag of money by the fire hydrant. But I can tell you what the upcoming energy and the possibilities of how it could manifest itself. But it has to be uh, specific to the individual. And what I mean by that is a windfall for a wino on the corner and for Bill Gates will mean two totally different things. The wino on the corner may find $20, and that's a windfall for him. If it's Bill Gates, he may make some multi-billion dollar investment. So there's a difference. It has to be specific to the life of the client. Um, so I do the predictive astrology. I do natal analysis. I do horary. Horary is where you ask the universe a question. And it has to be important to the person. Um, okay. And it will give and you. And I'm going to attest to that. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt, but she <laughs> tell me what horary is. Horary is a bomb. Right. It's you ask the question. You utilized it. Oh, my God. Yes. Right, you utilize it and you know just how accurate it can be. You know, when we've done, we've exhausted our resources, we tried to figure these things out, and we just cannot put a finger on it, then we consult the horary. There is also another branch of astrology called electional astrology where I uh, try and pick a most auspicious time for a person to begin a particular endeavor. There is no perfect moment, but sometimes are better than others for doing certain things. You want to make a major purchase. Well, you want to kind of situate the astrological energies to best suit that particular major purchase, or you want to take a trip, what would be the best time for me to start out, or when should I take a trip? Those are things that 
electional and horary, you know, can handle for you. And then there's local space astrology, and it's sort of like an astrological feng shui. It helps you to take your home and the street guide and say maybe you want to open a gym or you want to find a gym that you feel comfortable in. You would take your local space chart, which is different from a natal chart, and uh, you would find the center of your home, and you lay this chart out and find out where your particular astrological lines are at. But those are, and there are tons of other branches and types (laughs) of astrology. I'm saying the type of astrology that I practice. Okay, and I'm stepping out here because most astrologers will not touch predictive astrology. They will not touch horary. I mean, it's just like the the demon child of astrology. I dare you step out here and ask the universe a question and expect this astrological chart to answer it, but it does. And like I said, I'm not into convincing people that these things work. So if you want to have some type of discussion about, you know, this doesn't work, that I'm not, I'm past that, you know, and that's why yeah. I think most of my clients are a little bit more sophisticated. They're not coming to me, oh, I do not do relationship astrology. I will, however, answer a horary question if you want to know how a person feels about you or if they're sincere or where the relationship is going. I will answer that question for you. But I don't do um, choice of people. You know, how do I get along? Because I think that that is better answered through natal analysis, knowing what your wants and your needs are and what another person's wants and needs are. And as an adult, making decisions from there. If you have father issues or mother issues or a lot of times those things have a tendency to play out in your adult relationships. And I think the best place to begin that work is with the individual, not, uh, you know, I'm not too keen on doing root work where, you know, uh, can I get my lover back, (laughs) you know. Right, that was going to be my next question. (laughs) Right, you know, I'm not too, because um, I do believe that there is a divine order to things and that things happen for a reason. I think that people come into your lives so that you can learn lessons, and sometimes they're there for a day, sometimes they're there for a season, sometimes they're there for your entire life. So um, I think that if a person... Yeah, you know, so what's next? (laughs) 
I just want to say thank you. That was a very clear and detailed description of all the things you offer and why, you know, because certain people be like, well, why do you do this type of astrology and not this one? And that love one is a big one because that was one of the first things you did for me. I mean, you did my natal, but the horary that she did for me was me asking a question about how somebody felt about me, and I still decided to do what I want to do. So that's pretty much why she's told me she traditionally doesn't do that because you're still going to do what you want to do. <laughs> right, and that astrology yeah. is not here to determine how you live your life. It's to make right. you aware of the situation so that you can make what I call an informed decision. You know what yes. you're working with. You knew what you were working with when you decided to venture into that situation, although it was indicated. But it was obviously a lesson that you needed to learn, you know. And like I said, I will answer those questions, but I'm not, as far as the root work is concerned, it's more about positive manifestations and not necessarily you know, I, I, you know, I want to sit outside. Put magic on your lover. I put a spell on you. Yeah. Type. Okay. Well. Right. Okay. Great. Well, um, what I do want to ask you is if you can tell us a little bit about you being a root doctor. If you can explain a little bit of that, and then we'll take a couple callers to see what questions we have. Okay. Now that started to transpire many years ago. Uh, I was dabbling in it a little bit, but I couldn't quite decide. Every time that I would venture into it, I would get so far into some format of it, and it was something that didn't quite feel right, you know. And so I would kind of just leave it alone, you know, because I believe that things come into your life when it's time. The astrology came into my life when it was that time. The magic, the seriousness behind it came into my life when it was the time for me to really delve into it and really find out how it fit for me. You know, I knew that it was for me. But the manifestation of it and the actual studying and learning and practicing, uh, it, it gradually came about. And then there was this day when you wake up, and should I say that my progressed son had moved into Aquarius. Before, you know, it was my progressed descendant. This time it was my progressed son, and it was like it's on and popping now. And um <laughs> Uh, you know, I believe that there were some things that, you know, I had to learn about what this really means. Manipulating energy, manifesting things by taking an action and in the physical world and making a request in the spiritual world in order to make these things manifest, in order to be able to manipulate energy to make things turn out the way that you want them to be, you know. So um, that is, 
and and, and it only works if, if if anybody has any religious predilections and they believe in something, their belief in that thing is what makes it work. So if anybody were to ask me, how does root work manifest itself? How does this work? It works when you believe. If you don't believe in what you're doing, it won't work, and that's with anything. So you have to have a belief and a faith. You have to actually do some physical work in the mundane world, and then you use certain gems and uh, um, prayers and um, roots and mixtures of these things to bathe, uh, to create uh, oils, to create magical powers, you know, along with your prayer and your candle lighting. And I just recently made some absolutely awesome magical jewelry. I mean, that is is just blowing me away. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, (laughs) these these things, you know, and 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 know that this root work is not voodoo. It's not witchcraft. It's not Wiccan. It's just plain old fashioned African American hoodoo. Okay, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it has taken some things from the slaves coming here from Africa and then uh, being removed from their native land. They had to, as we do often, learn how to make do. So we started utilizing some of the Native American um roots and herbs to try to match some of the things that we were accustomed to using. And then there is a a Christian influence in hoodoo work because, of course, we were stripped of our uh, religious beliefs as much as they could. And then there is a Jewish influence because a lot of the products from back in the day, were actually sold to African Americans by Jews who had come with some of the things or items that we use in our hoodoo practices. So there's a little bit of everything that we've had to learn to make do with influence in there. But it is uh, 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 something that stands on its own with its own practices, you know. Uh, there are some oils that are used by, say, for example, when the Catholic priest lights a candle and burns incense. You know, nobody understands the magical implications behind the dress, the incense, the candle burning, the prayer, 
Well, these things are a part of hoodoo as well. But for some reason, hoodoo has taken on this, you know, uh, dirty name, much as astrology has often taken on this, you know, oh, if you, and, and some of that comes out of Christianity and other places, you know. It, it just is what it is. And you're either aware and utilizing these things or something, you know, like I said, I'm not into forcing my beliefs on anybody. When they come to me, my clients know this is what I'm looking for. And um, it, it's not a thing where I'm putting on a show for them. Right, yes. I I really appreciate that because I can say every time, you know, before I became into consciousness and knowing about the different traditional spiritualities, you hear voodoo and you hear hoodoo and you hear witchcraft, and you're like, oh, my God. You know, but hoodoo is just so true because I, it's a blend, like you said, of our African ancestors and the things that we used to do on the land and um, it's a mixture of Native American spirituality and also it just it has some things dealing with saints and angels. You know, it's really beautiful. And like you said, it's right. nothing blah, blah about it. It's, it's really beautiful. You're utilizing things from nature, herbs and trees and oils, you know, with your power and the intent of faith. Right. So you all, um, I am just thank you so much, Ma, for coming on the show. You are Every really... Uh, an yes. animal has a purpose. It's something yes. dealing with the, the doctrine of signatures. Things heal what mm-hmm. they look like. So this is a part of utilizing these herbs and knowing what they can do in your body physically. You're more into the physical side of it because you have a greater background in botany as far as healing internally, you know. Uh, And although there are some things that you can do to heal yourself internally with herbs, uh, I tend to work more on the spirit side of that, you know, as opposed to uh, doing the body cleanses or any all of those things go together you know you don't you can't uh cleanse the external and leave the internal dirty all of those things yes. go together so yes, um, absolutely right it, it's, it's so a vast area of study mm-hmm. it is it, it's really it was so magical for me and she actually introduced me to it and it, like i said meeting her has taken my magical practice and expertise to a whole nother level. And she really reminds me of something that I learned when I was studying uh, botany and aromatherapy and herbs is that I learned that plants and trees, all uh, plants and trees have uh, multiple bodies, you know. The trees and plants is the physical body like our body. And then... um, on the spiritual soul level, you have, like, the essential oils, you know. That's like, I'm sorry, on the emotional level, you have, and the personality is essential oils, like 
you know, the way the plant smells, that's the, the personality, and it works with you on an emotional level. And uh, usually the bark and the tree and the limbs is the physical part that works with the physical body. And then you have the plant essences, which is when the plant or the tree bark is soaked in alcohol, like 100% grain alcohol or brandy, and it takes the soul or the spirit of that plant or tree and it releases it into that alcohol, and you use that as a tincture, like under your tongue or in your bath water or in a bottle of water, and it just transforms you on a subtle, stale spirit level. So um, I encourage you all to check to uh, email uh, email her to ask her more questions about her craft and her profession. Um, I will be featuring her on the blog on my webpage, thecosmicworld.com, so you all are more than welcome to go and visit uh, later on tonight or tomorrow to check out to check out more about that. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take some callers. We've been on the phone for a long time. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I know you all have been on it for a long time, but I'm not even apologizing because I know that you've enjoyed the show, but I know how it is when you're waiting. So um, we are going to uh, take one of the callers that's been on hold for the longest. Um, let's see, caller from area code 901. Hello? Area code 901. Hello? Okay. I'm not getting a response, so we're going to come back to that person. Um, I'm going to go to uh, area code 904. Hello? Hi. Hi. Hey, greetings. Hi. Did you say Lassandra? LaShondra. LaShondra. I was going to say LaShondra is my middle name. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you also. Thanks for taking my call. You're um, welcome. We still have uh, my uh, MVV, Dr. Tari. She's still on the line. Hi. Hi. Hi, LaShondra. How are you? LaShondra, I'm sorry. Finding you. <laughs> I'm well. Thanks for taking okay. my call. You're so welcome. So um, did you have a question for us? Um, like I said, I'm also doing free reading. So, uh, you know, let us know how how you enjoy the show and any questions that you have, just let us know. Okay. I really enjoy um, the show. I really, really enjoyed it. And um, I am basically on a journey myself and trying to, you know, self-discovery um, I'm getting ready to move back to Texas. Um, I'm in Florida now. And um, it was this older man that I can't, I encountered um, since I've been here. He's at least 20 years older than me. Um, and I'm basically trying to see how he feel about me and what's going to happen when I move back to Texas between me and him. Okay. So you have a relationship question as to when you be when you move back to Texas, you know what's going to happen between you and him. Yes, and basically, how does he feel about me? Okay, good. Okay, so what I'm going to do is go ahead and uh, go ahead and shuffle the deck, and I'm going to ask um, my spiritual guides and also your spiritual guides that surround you to release that information for us. Um, my uh, 
Tatali, if you have any input on it, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to place the phone down for about 30 seconds so I can consult the oracle. And, you know, I'll be back in just a moment. I'd like you also to say to the people that if they have their birth data, uh, day, date, year, time of birth, location of birth, that would be pretty helpful. But right now, I'm just going to maybe treat this like a horary. I cannot guarantee you that I can answer this question as quickly as this show is going to go. Okay. So you go ahead uh, with your reading. I'm just going to say briefly that, okay, we're going to extend the show because we have quite a few callers and we did have a long interview. So if you've been waiting for a while, stay on the line with us, okay? So I'm going to place the phone down. Just give me one moment. Okay, Lashandra. Yes. Hello. Yes. Okay. Uh, and this is just really quick here, and and not all questions can be answered this quickly. You said that you were in Florida, and you are moving to Texas to be with him. No, he's here in Florida. I'm leaving Texas, and I wanted to know what was I'm, – I'm leaving Florida going back to Texas, and he's here in Florida. So I'm just wondering what's going to happen with um, us after I, you know, after I leave. Will he eventually join me, or will we just part ways? Hmm. Well, it looks like you – will be moving away from him. Mm-hmm. And, okay, you said that you were moving and he would still be here. You want to know. Um, but you're also retrograde. So once you move away, you may return to him. So um, I would say, and and this is just like really quick here, uh, that you will move away, but there is something about 
And once you move, is this like you're never ever coming back? <laughs> That's my intention. I don't because I didn't have any family here to begin with. Um, I followed someone here, and well, I followed my husband here, but we're going through a divorce now. And so I met Kevin at you know at that time, and so it's like we you know grew on each other basically, and we worked together. So um, I I had no intentions of coming back. It looks like there will be because the the planet that represents you is retrograde. So that saying something about returning to. Uh, I'm thinking that before this can happen, there will be another man who perhaps may get in the way and you might be kind of torn. Is there something that you're not telling me about another person being involved in this situation? Um, the only thing is that, like I said, I'm going through a divorce with my husband, and he told me he's going through a divorce with, you know, his wife. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. And there is not a possibility of you returning to your husband? No, I don't want to. Okay. Well, it looks like you will try to maintain a relationship. And after you move, you all may continue for a while to maybe commute back and forth, but uh, long-distance relationships are hard. Uh, does this person have any intention of ever moving to where you are going to? That I don't know because we haven't discussed anything like that. So that's what I was trying to see. Is it going to be where we part ways or do you see him eventually, you know, um, deciding to move to Texas also? Um, I don't. I don't see him moving to Texas, and I'll tell you why. The planet that represents him is Venus, and it's in Aquarius. That's a fixed sign. I don't see him moving to Texas. And he's in the third house, his daily environment. If he was in the ninth house of long-distance travel, I could say that he may be moving to Texas to be with you. I think that when you get where you are going, there will be another man that will you will become involved with in some way that will possibly keep you from continuing this. You will attempt to continue this relationship with this person. But I think the long-distance relationship, the fact that I don't think he is going to move, and I think that there will be another man that may come into your life and interfere with you having a continued relationship with this man. I'm going to let True finish her reading with you and see what she comes up with. Okay. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, what I'm really happy about is that the the reading that I have pretty much supports what she just said. Um, in the past situation, I'm seeing that you you had some desirable wishes about how you wanted your relationship to be with Kevin. You know, you you really like spitting over him. You really like him a lot. He just kind of makes you smile. He brings out that good feeling with you. But the fact is that you had to deal with how things were. He wasn't completely all yours. And and deep down inside, he felt like you weren't completely all his because there were some blockages that were keeping you off from being totally into each other the way that you want to. And I'm assuming it's because you all are going through, you know, um, serious situations as far as the divorces. And, excuse me, sorry, I got my little man right here. But, um... Yeah, so in the past I'm just showing some emotional um some just some emotional issues about, you know, how you really want the relationship to be but you're kinda of, you're a little bit stuck. Um it looks like in the present situation we have the Knight of Swords which is reversed and um whenever the See, whenever the Knight of Swords comes reverse, um, it's pretty much like whenever somebody is faced with a battle, they run. You know, you have some people that whenever they're faced with an obstacle, you know, they they stay put and everything. The energy that I'm getting from this is pretty much what she said. When you leave, because in your future card you have a Two of Swords, which means that there's a balancing act. Um, things can be very successful. You're going to try to keep things together, but there's going to be extreme balancing act. But with this Knight of Swords reverse, it's showing that when you leave, he's going to put up like he's going to try to keep this relationship together, but he's going to, like, kind of run for it. Not saying he's running away from you, but it's going to be too much for him emotionally. He's really still torn in between how he's going to continue on his life after this divorce and then let alone have a long-distance relationship with somebody that he really cares about and wants to keep close to him. He genuinely likes you, and you make him happy too, but he's not going to be able to put up with, he's not going to be able to stay strong through this a long-distance relationship. So ultimately, um, I feel that you all are going to continue this for some time. You're going to try to keep it going and keep it strong, but, um, you know, it's, it's not going to stay as a full relationship the way you hope, wish, and desire. Um, you'll both end up remaining in contact, but after a while, it'll just kind of, you know, disintegrate a little bit. I don't want to say it'll go away, but it's not going to prosper into another marriage. I don't see that. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's just that's just being honest. Um, I think you both are really Do you have your birth data, the Chandra? Do you have your birth data? Mm-hmm. 62883, um, I'm from Mississippi, um, and I was basically born in Cleveland. Um, Cleveland, his, Mississippi? Yes. I don't need his data. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, do you have your time of birth? No, I don't. Okay, because anything that I would be able to tell you, you would have to have your time of birth. Now, do you have your birth certificate or no? 
on uh, it. Different and states are different. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't listed on there, so. Okay, because and uh, did you have your original birth certificate, or you had um, these newfangled ones that they yes, send the you? The new ones. Okay, well, I'll tell you. Um, you can write to the. Um, I forget what the name of the thing is now. The I'm birth, sorry. Uh, but, birth and death reference. Yeah, the birth people that he, yeah. In, yeah, um, statistical data birth people in the state mm-hmm. of Mississippi. Every state has one, mm-hmm. and uh, you can probably go onto the internet. And this is for everybody, but it is it, not countrywide because some states. Don't do this, but your state may do this, where you uh, fill out this form, and across the top of the form you ask for and highlight across the top mm-hmm. for your loan form birth certificate. Okay. And that is actual the actual birth certificate that was registered and generally they have the time of birth on them. Now, that may or may not hold true for the state of Mississippi, but I would check into it if you ever really wanted some astrological analysis or uh, predictive information. But you can also always can contact me if you have a particular horary question, and that doesn't require birth data. But it does usually require a little bit longer time than the two or three minutes that we've had here. All right. Right. Thank so, you, Cassandra. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You're okay. welcome. Well, we wish you the best. We really do. So, um, Check back in with us, stay up with us, and check out, you know, so you can kind of let us know how it's going when you move. <laughs> okay, I will. Thank you. Please All right. let us know what happened. <laughs> I like that follow-up. <laughs> okay. I will. All I will. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Take care. Okay, awesome. So we're going to take uh, a couple more callers. Um, the next caller that we have that's been on hold for quite some time is area code, uh, hey, we got a 314 in here. We got an area code 314401. <laughs> okay. <laughs> area code 314, you're on the line, 401. Uh-oh, I don't hear anything. Are you on mute? Can you hear me now? I sure can. Who's this? Oh, okay, wonderful, wonderful. This is Carolyn. How are you? Oh, hey, Carolyn. I'm Hi, awesome. Carolyn. Hi. I have a question. I have a, um, I guess, a kind of a, a question. I'm going to just say I have a question um, about something that's going on in my life. Um, there's a, uh, I guess I would say there is, there is a guy that has been trying to come from my past, someone that I was 
dealing with in my past who has been very aggressive in trying to, I guess, contact me, all right? And I'm trying to figure out why, because this person is married, has a family, you know, I'm in a relationship, I have have a family now, and I'm just trying to figure out why is he trying to contact me, because there's nothing that, you know, no reason for us to even be trying to get together. And that's my question, just to try to keep it short. Okay, great. True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, definitely, I'm going to go ahead and look into this. Just give me one moment, okay? Um, okay. Just one moment, sweetheart. Carolyn, okay, so I'm back. Um, turn our down. Um, now, when you first asked that question, the first thing Spirit said as, is this is a test. <laughs> oh, this my goodness. Definitely, yes, yes, you Ooh. are being tested. You are being tested. This is a challenge for you. Um this is a test for the both of you all, actually. Um, he is seeking some emotional uh, support. He's married. He has the whole shebang. But what I'm picking up in this reading for the past and present card is the cups. The cups represent emotion, intuition, uh, feelings, you know, things of that nature. And um, in the past position, dealing with this situation, I'm showing that everything on the outside looks rosy and um, really awesome. I'm sorry, let me turn this down just a little bit. Um, everything on the outside looks super awesome, but um, on the inside, there's just a really dissatisfaction creeping in. Like, he is not currently happy with his emotional state in his relationship, um, he needs to rediscover the romance with his particular partner. So now he is seeking someone. I feel that you all had something in the past that whether if you just know him for a little bit, it was something that you gave him that he's interested in or that he wants to embark on that's going to make him feel like a man. He needs to feel needed. He wants to feel loved, and he's not getting that. And they're just having issues, but it's communication issues, and he can't express this to her. That, you know, most men can't say, I need love, you know. So um, mm -hmm. that's what's going on with him. But in the current position, um, I'm showing the Queen of Wands, and the Queen of Wands is reversed. And uh, that's his... his particular, you know, his significant other, his wife or this woman that's in his life, uh, mm -hmm. she's having a very destructive effect 
on his family and his home life. She is one that's just, you know, I'm not going to say she's loudmouth, but she's just the way her words cut sharp like a knife. Okay? Mm. And uh, she has a very strong influence on his livelihood and how he feels. So in his present situation, he, he is this woman that's just kind of making this overbearing over him. And I'm not going to act like he's innocent, but I'm saying this is why he's coming to you. Um Hmm. So, yeah, so what I want to say is that he's currently unhappy, and so he's coming to you to seek you. And the test right here is for you to remain faithful in your situation and not to, uh, you know, to be a friend for him, be an ear for him, be there for him, but for you not to uh, invest too deeply to where it's going to affect the relationship that you currently have and also you mm-hmm. should encourage him as a friend or as a woman that's also in a relationship to speak to his wife and not run away from the problem. If he doesn't want to be with her, fine, tell her. But he has maybe, I really feel that in the midst of this test, you're going to help him with his emotional issues so that he can open up and communicate with his wife the way that he needs to. And also it's mm-hmm. going to shed some light on how you communicate with your, with your significant other uh, things that he may not be able to say to you that you're going to learn from this guy that, oh, well, maybe I need to spend more time saying these things or showing this particular love to my significant other. So you're both going to help each other balance that energy out, but it's a test. Don't take it any further than that. Okay, then. Just wanted yeah. to know why. I know, I know the state, I know not to get involved because he's like he really wants to see me. I'm like, well, why do you want to see me? You know. You're married, you got kids, mm-hmm. you got a busy, very busy career. Carolyn. I don't even see any Carolyn. space there. Mm-hmm. Carolyn, yes. uh-huh. he wants to rock your boat. Okay, yes. And what That's I right. mean by that is he wants to destabilize you in some way. Um, unlike true, I don't think that you should have contact with him at all. Okay. Let him go in the direction that he needs to go in mm-hmm. to fix whatever is going on in his relationship. Um, don't become involved because it, it looks like, looking at this chart, it looks like he wants to de- will destabilize you in some way. Okay. And are you satisfied with the relationship that you're in? No, not no. But I mean, okay. I'm not what is it? What is it? Either. What is it in your ego that he's feeding by this pursuit? What, there was something said, what is it that you ego? all had, but yeah, what is it in your ego that is being fueled? by this pursuit of him. He's pursuing you. You're not happy in the relationship that you're in. Uh, You know that he's married. I don't think that you're going to get what you need from him. Right. He's not, if, if you think that he's going to somehow leave his wife and, Come and be with you. I don't see that it's happening. Okay. But it will destabilize you in some way. 
And this chart says that you want to return to him. So is that true that you do? You want to return to him? I'm feeling a curiosity. Um, yeah, okay. I, I'm probably just okay. more curious than anything, but I know he, I mean, I've been avoiding him because he's been trying to contact mm-hmm. me. I'm looking at emails from since last year. So it's, it's been ongoing, and I've been ignoring him. He just, and just, I guess at this point, something just told me, okay, he wanted to talk to me, so I talked to him. I said, okay, what do you want? What do you want from me? He's like, well, I, right. I want to see you. And I'm like, why? Now, were you, was he married during your relationship? No. Okay, you had a relationship and then, okay, you had a relationship with him and then he went off and married someone else and now he's coming back to pursue you and you still have feelings for him, correct? I mean, I, I I like him, but I know that it would never be the type of relationship that I would want, no. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I say that astrology does not tell you what to do, especially mm-hmm. in relationships, because people will do what they want to do. And mm-hmm. I see you checking him out, <laughs> and uh, it, it you you already know you said as much that. It's not the type of relationship that you would want to have, but your curiosity is getting the better of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'll say that what you already know, this is not a relationship that's going to bring you what you deserve in a Correct. relationship. So with that said, I think you have the information that you need to make an informed decision, mm-hmm. knowing that yes. if you strike this up with him, it's not going to be fulfilling. It may, you know, give you something to do for a minute or two, mm-hmm. you know, but we have to think about right. her, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, and uh, I, I don't know. You know, that I, I'm not the moral police, you know, mm-hmm. because people, we find ourselves in situations that are not necessarily ideal, but that does not stop us from doing whatever it is that we need to do in mm-hmm. order to drop that pebble in the great continuum. Mm-hmm. We put things in and we take things out. So sometimes we drop some things in there that shouldn't be in there, but down the line there is a result. Oh, I learned this. Just be careful because this mm-hmm. is not going yes. to be a productive thing for you. Gotcha. Okay. Exactly. And I'm I telling you loud and clear and saying this is a test, this is a test. So pass the test and <laughs> keep it going. Thanks, Carolyn, and uh, let us know. Keep us updated, okay? Please let us know. We'd like, I love feedback. 
<laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> All okay, right, well. I will definitely let you know what happens. <laughs> to be All continued. Right. Enjoy <laughs> okay. Enjoy the night. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we actually just have two more callers. Are you up for it, Ma? I know it's getting late. That's okay. Go right ahead. <laughs> All right. So our next caller has been on hold for 37 minutes. Thank you. And uh, from area code 617, hello. Area code 617, are you on mute? Okay, one more time. You're live, area code 617-441. Okay. So we're going to go to our last caller. We have a caller from area code 901. Um, You're live. Hello. All right. Uh, area code nine zero one. Are you on mute? Okay. All righty. Um. Area code six one seven. Okay. So. I cannot get them to tune in, Ma, but, uh, hey, if we miss you and we're not able to get to you tonight, you can reach um, Kachali and Zizi Dakari, the very beautiful astrologer and uh, root doctor. Uh, what's your email address, Ma, so they can find you? Beyond the Sun Astrology at gmail.com. Yes. I enjoyed her. I hope you all did, too. This was a double duo, beautiful, supreme thing tonight. Thank you for for coming on the show and taking your time tonight to share your wisdom and your gifts with everybody. (laughs) It was my pleasure. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. So, okay, you too. You too. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight, everybody. Please don't forget Set your water out under the uh, new moon. Uh, um, Do your meditations. Do your detox bath. Write your intentions. You know, do everything that you need to do to keep the energy flowing and going. Um, Beyond the Sun Astrology at gmail.com or visit thecosmicgrove.com. You can email me at thecosmicgrove at gmail.com. Check out the blog on my webpage tomorrow. I'll have some information up for... um, Kachawi so that you can get in touch with her if you didn't get to write everything down. So enjoy the rest of the new moon night. I love everybody and I wish you abundant, beautiful dreams. So peace next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.